0: Time enough at last. Submitted for your consideration to sci fi fans Sean Majors and Keith Conrad. Rewatch The Twilight Zone from beginning to end. Like something out of that Twilighty show about that zone. Joey Crown, musician with an odd, intense face, whose life is a quest for impossible things like flowers and concrete, or like trying to pluck a note of music out of the air and put it under glass to treasure.
1: Episode number thirty-two of the Twilight Zone is uh, actually one of my favorites, and, and I'm not particularly sure why. But uh, uh, passage for trumpet, and it's got uh, Jack Klugman, who uh, who who actually appeared in quite a few Twilight Zones. Uh, I'm not I'm not sure exactly how many, <laughs> but I, I can think of at least two of the, uh, other ones. Um, he, 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 as a matter of fact, uh, you know, the other one is is where he's playing the pool player. And so he he sort of uh, seems to, he's in the niche of people, of characters who you watch them on the Twilight Zone, and you're like, how are they making a living? They're just <laughs> they're just playing pool or or the trumpet, and they they never actually seem to be paid to do it. So
0: you got to be real uh, good at your job. I, I,
1: yeah. So uh, Jack Klugman plays uh, Joey Crown. Who's uh, an alcoholic trumpet player? You know that old <laughs> chestnut. Uh, and he's he's trying to uh, trying to beg uh, the manager of, uh, of his old club to um to to hire him back, and uh, it does not go very well. And uh, I I will say there's a scene uh, at the beginning where uh, he plays the. Uh, You know, sort of in in disgust, plays the trumpet, and I found myself wondering if Jack Klugman was actually playing the trumpet because it looked like
0: it looked like he was. And there are plenty of uh, plenty of scenes to to analyze that because there is a lot of trumpet filler in this episode.
1: (laughs) There is, and I one one of the things that I was thinking of is um, that uh, like this was almost like Castaway or The Martian because. There's a lot where it's either him talking to no one yeah. in particular, nobody can see him uh, or he's talking to one person. And it's actually kind of impressive that, uh, you know, Jack Klugman is yeah, able sure. to do that.
0: Um, yeah. Uh, like you were saying, Jack Klugman, uh, he was in this, of course, I don't know if you knew that, um, but he, <laughs> he was in a game of pool. Like you said, uh death ship and in praise of Pip tying Burgess Meredith for most appearances in a starring role on the series.
1: Okay, so it wasn't just me. He actually was in a lot of them. Some good ones. Okay, Uh, so ultimately, uh, his 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 former boss, manager type person, uh, doesn't give him a job. So he decides to uh, sell his his trumpet uh, at a at a pawn shop, and then uh, basically uh, immediately (laughs) get drunk. And so I, I, feel like this episode is actually a more cheerful version of, uh, Mr. Denton <laughs> on doomsday because instead of being too drunk to shoot at people. He's too drunk to. Play I, um,
0: <clears throat> I was gonna say like, he, he writes a love letter to booze in the beginning of this when he's, when he's talking to, um, the, uh, the club owner and he's, you know, he's just yeah. like, man, but when I'm drunk, like everything makes sense and all the all the notes line up in just the right way. And I'm like,
1: the cloud like art. I could go for a beer right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he he's not he's not selling yeah, not being sober. All. He's not actually selling uh, playing the trumpet. No. <laughs> uh so you know, ultimately he sells his trumpet, he gets sauced and then he decides, you know what I just don't have anything left to live for, so he throws himself in front of a truck, which just just a a, a thought here uh, l- listen i I get he's he's out in his luck and and i i, I certainly would try to talk him out of, of killing himself uh uh if i if I saw him uh but but just out of curiosity, why would you pick throwing yourself in front of a truck and of offing so yourself It seems like It seems like it's going to be painful, gruesome, and you might not actually die. It might you might life might be even more horrible. Also,
0: as we see on the streets in every Twilight Zone movie or uh, episode, there are multiple kids playing in the street and you're probably going to scar all of them for life.
1: Scar the kids and apparently the woman who was right there because she seemed uh, pretty upset.
0: They got a good take out of her.
1: Yeah, I I wonder how many takes she had to do. She was probably horse by the end of the day. <laughs>
0: I think it's uh I think she was all one take Tammy and she uh she got on her first try.
1: Right. So after that, uh he's uh he wakes up and uh nobody seems to to be able to see him. He goes to uh to quite a few, you know, first of all, he stands up and the police officer doesn't seem to know that he's there. He goes uh by the movie theater, nobody knows uh Uh, nobody knows that he's there either. And, uh, eventually he looks in the mirror and sees that he's not there at all. So, uh, I guess he became a vampire.
0: (laughs) That would be, that would be incredible. If that's the turn that this episode took and then it it was just (laughs) Joey crown, like stalking, stalking the residents of, uh, every, every town USA. And, uh, uh,
1: Once again, once again, to squeeze a Futurama reference into every single episode of this podcast, uh, it's like when when Benner was hit by the wear car. He was. It turns out that that truck was actually a vampire. Like so getting hit by the by the truck, he became a vampire. I got to
0: tell you, there is um, every single time there's a Futurama uh, reference made on this show. I just want Scruffy to be in every single Twilight Zone episode. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. mm-hmm. uh, uh also um you know you got to kind of wonder here uh since this is you know a, a glimpse into the afterlife not not the first one on the twilight zone and not the last either uh do dead people just walk around doing nothing in particular or, so or, or what was he catholic and in in purgatory is that so i think
0: on? yeah i think it's limbo i think it's purgatory i think it's um because it's not heaven and it's not hell. I think that, you know, and we'll find out, you know, what happens later, you know, later on in this episode, but it's it looks like those who are assigned to limbo are just walking around and they can't um, see I guess they can interact with people who are also dead, but you can't interact with people who are alive. You can't see them. Which is uh
1: I how I assume uh, the yeah. afterlife works. But like,
0: uh, I guess we have to, to get to the ending of this to kind of have this discussion, but um, why, why don't you go ahead? He meets, he meets a, a a young man by the name of Gabe.
1: He, he does. He actually does uh, come and He hears someone playing the trumpet and uh, uh, obviously because uh, he used to do that when he wasn't <laughs> drunk or dead. Uh, he goes in search of, of, said trumpet music, and he comes across uh, a man uh, who is nameless at uh, at this point in the story. But let me just say, he's he's played by John mm-hmm. Anderson. And uh, if John Anderson didn't play Abraham Lincoln at some point in his life, what are we even <laughs> doing as
0: a society?
1: I, I, you know, I know John Anderson was in a, is in a, a few... Uh, other episodes like he's in the old mm. man in the cave for one uh and at that point i didn't really notice it about him but uh something about i i guess because he's wearing a like a, a tuxedo or a suit of, of some kind uh and he's he's got a little bit of uh, scruff going on he he literally is a dead ringer <laughs> for abraham lincoln just I, put a, put a stove hat on him and uh, and call him mr it. president so he's, uh, he's, he's talking to uh, Gabe about playing the trumpet and how, how great uh, things were when he was playing the trumpet, uh, almost as good as when he was drunk. And uh, he, d- he does realize that uh, as great as being drunk was, there actually was some good yeah. stuff in his life. And uh, ultimately, he decides uh, that maybe throwing himself in front of a truck wasn't quite the great decision he originally thought it was.
0: Right. So <laughs> he comes to his senses and he, um, the the man he meets, the trumpet player he meets, uh, offers him to return to the living if he chooses. So he chooses to do that. But w- during this conversation, the trumpet player and Joey, the other trumpet player, um, Joey's basically told by this mysterious guy that, the people around him that he can't interact with are actually the people who are dead.
1: Yeah. And they're sort of easing them into the idea. Yeah.
0: So he also explains to Joey that he is in a, he's in limbo. He says a kind of limbo. So I guess it's just a different limbo where he can't see the other people in their limbo, but those other people can all interact with each other. I don't know.
1: Uh it seems a little does, matrixy. To me.
0: Maybe maybe it's because they're definitely dead. And Joey's uh this is just the light at the end of the tunnel um and he could still go back.
1: Uh yeah, and, and that's what uh that's what the other trumpet <laughs> player uh, tells them. And uh you know they 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 have some some really good interactions like uh you know, I'm thinking Boy, if if I'm ever in that situation, uh, I, I hope whoever's talking to me is that nice to me because they, they just like instantly seem to seem to be on the same page. And Gabriel being a nice guy, who would who'd have thought? <laughs> because uh, as uh, as uh, uh, Joey is is sort of walking a, a, away are actually uh, the other guys walking away from Joey. Uh, Joey's trying to find out who he is. He asks him what his name is, and he says, uh, "Call me Gabe, short for Gabriel." So we we learned that he is actually the angel Gabriel. They
0: really they really lay it on thick. Of course, his name's Gabe.
1: Yes, <laughs>
0: I was I was like I was wondering if he was going to say like my name is G Jesus Christ.
1: Call me JH Christ. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh perfect. So good.
1: Uh so Joey ultimately deciding to return back to life wakes up on the street after the collision uh which is a quite a yeah. feat. He comes back. In in and of itself. Uh I love the driver of the truck <laughs> because you know, like he's like hey, we don't need to get any insurance companies or the Just police a cool involved, dude. right? I mean, I got a perfect driving record. And as soon as he says that, I'm like, you got an accident on the way to this
0: accident. <laughs> you, um, you, uh, you have a payoff fund in your truck just to give to people.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think we can, we can assume, you know, and, and if we could get that truck driver together with uh, one of the people from uh, last week's episode, the chaser, whoever's, whoever's sick of the other oh, one yeah. the most. I'm mm. it something. It's almost, it's there a needs lot. To be, of uh, just a
0: full universe
1: here. I, I think so. Yeah, a, a Twilight Zone cinematic universe. Uh, yeah, I like to think you know there. I, I at least when I was when I was younger and watching them, and I, I didn't quite grasp the idea of like an anthology series. Uh, I used to th- used to think that it was all like one it was it was like a literal place that people just sometimes got sucked into
0: <laughs> I mean I guess it kind of you know the the argument could be made when you when you have uh, random things pop up like the the same newspaper pop up in um, the four of us are dying that uh and time enough right. last so you know uh, the argument could be made um, if you Want to ignore the practicalities of the uh, how difficult it was to make a uh, television show back then without reusing props,
1: <laughs> right? And uh, Star Trek has made a living <laughs> out of that, where there were, there were things that were were very clearly done because they just had a had a tiny budget at the time, and they've literally written entire stories <laughs> about it. Like you know, they they couldn't just say, "Hey, the Klingons look different." Because we had a, a, a lower budget, no, they actually wrote an entire backstory about why the clean looked awesome. look different. Um, so yeah, that we we may know that uh that that they did it just to save money, but uh you know, in the twilight no, zone that doesn't matter uh so uh, uh Joey just doesn't know how quickly his life was going to turn around because almost immediately uh, after waking up, uh, well, you'd assume it's an hour or two later because it's dark, (laughs) but uh, he's playing playing the trumpet uh, either on his roof or the roof of a random building, perhaps.
0: I'd like to think it's just a random Uh,
1: building. A woman woman, uh, uh, walks up to him and, you know, says she really likes his, uh, his playing. And uh, she introduces him, herself and and starts uh, throwing herself at him uh, the way uh, the the couple were throwing themselves at each other in uh, in again. Last yeah, I wonder
0: episode. if she uh, if uh, you know she got some uh, some love potion from a demon.
1: Could very, could very well be. Uh, so uh, you know. Uh, Joey offers to show her around the town, and uh, they they live happily ever after. So. Uh, do you think uh, Do you think Joey ever told her, "Hey, you'll never guess what happened just before <laughs> I met you"?
0: Uh, I think he did, and then she probably just chalked it up to post traumatic stress uh, disorder
1: from the from the accident that he apparently yes. was not injured. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um. <laughs> You know, you know. Take takeaway for this episode is, uh, I, I, I think, uh, no matter how badly things may look uh, right in that moment, uh, you never know when Get they're going to turn
0: York around. Joey Cron, who makes music, and who discovered something about life that it can be rich and rewarding and full of beauty, just like the music he played. If a person would only pause to look and to listen. Joey Crown, who got his clue in the Twilight Zone.